Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, your amen is asleep. Hallelujah. It's always exciting to be in the house of God. Hallelujah. Say, Heavenly Father. Say, this morning, according to your way, we should pray for all men. Say, this morning, I pray for everyone in your church. That is burdened on every side. So anyone in your church that is going through any challenge, challenge of sicknesses, challenges of cycles, of evil occurrences, say cycles of heartbreaks, we pray for them, that you heal, that you set captives free, that you fill the mouth of your children with laughter. Say, may the testimonies of your people abound in Jesus' name. Lift up your voice and pray for someone. for those who are believing God for a breakthrough anyone believing God for a direction pray for people in the house of God that their testimony will appear speedily in the mighty name of Jesus So, Father, this morning we say thank you. Thank you for bringing us together and to teach us your way, to bless us and to change our levels. We thank you for the blessing of increase. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray that you will send forth your word in strength and in power and that you will bless us with grace for obedience to your word, strength for obedience to your word, and may we experience the blessings that come through your way. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Wow, put your hands together for Jesus. And please take your seat. 
tell the person on your left or on your right and say, it is a blessing to see you in the house of God. Hallelujah. All right, I want to share with you something very brief. But before I do that, I have to make an announcement concerning this. I'm sure if you have been in the church for some time, you know that we have a partnership ministry. Now, the partnership ministry basically is a ministry in the church that gives opportunity for people to be financially participate in some specific things in the church. So we have people who say that, Pastor, I don't go for missions because I am here, but I want to give towards the missionary work of the church to support pastors who are on missions. So I would like to give one city, two city, one million dollars, thousand Ghana cities, every month, every week, every year, towards the vision of the church. It's not only missions, we also have partnership, even welfare. Welfare is um, another partnership ministry in the church that has taken it upon themselves to be paying people's school fees, people's accommodations, etc., etc. There are people who say that, oh, the church, they don't help anybody. And mostly those who say those things don't even go to church. But when you come to the church, you see that this thing has been going on and a lot of people have benefited from it. And it is free for every member of the church to ask for financial help. If you are learning a trade or you are going to school and you have proofs that you can't help yourself financially, the church can help. But it helps based on the benevolence of people who have dedicated themselves to give towards the partnership. And we have a special Sunday to explain all the things that the partnership ministry is about and how you can also be a blessing to people through the partnership ministry. And so if you, I mean, attend this conference, which will be one of our Sunday services, I think it's in two weeks. Sorry, it's a Wednesday service. So during the Wednesday service, we explain, we even invite people who have benefited from the um, partnership and they will give their testimonies. Before the service closes, I'm sure there's a video they want to play to us. So before we close service, they will play the video to us. So officially, we want to invite everybody to the partnership conference, which is a Wednesday service. Um, I'm sure they will mention the date in the video so that all of us will take notice and then be a part of it. It's a blessing to be a blessing to somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. God richly bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, James chapter 5. And then 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8. The 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8 says, for bodily exercise, profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. In other words, when you are godly, it is profitable for all things. In other words, in everything, godliness is profitable. It says it has a promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. In other words, the prophet will profit you on this earth, and even when we leave this earth, godliness will be profitable. Hallelujah. Amen. So to this morning, I want to share with you one godly act of believers, just one, that all of us have to make it a part of our Christian lives. What is godliness? Godliness basically means the living of your life like God. Bearing the essential virtues in God. Manifesting the essential nature of God. Living like God is what godliness is about. We are instructed in the Bible to be godly. 
And how do we practice godliness? Because he says, bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness, that is the practice of it, is profitable for all things. So how do we practice this godliness? It can be practiced in many ways, but I'm giving one way. James chapter 5, verse 16. Every Christian, if you want to be a true Christian, you should ask. Now, there are times when you talk to people, they tell oh, me, we are all Christians. Sometimes one of the questions you should ask, the Bible says, confess your trespasses to one another. Then number two, he says, and pray for one another. And pray for one another that you may be healed. The Bible says that every believer is supposed to pray for one another. If somebody says he's a Christian, one of the easiest ways to test is, when was the last time you prayed for someone? And in most cases, you realize that it is not something people do. People think that to be a Christian basically means, I believe that God exists. To be a born-again believer means that I go to church. But it is more than that. It is a practice of a life. And every Christian is supposed to practice Christianity in that way. You can't say you're a Christian, but you don't read the Bible. Then you're not a Christian. The same way you can't say you're a Christian, but you don't pray for anybody. And so the moment you realize in your Christian life that you don't pray for anybody, it means your Christianity is actually not the correct one. How many of you have realized that they are phones, but they are phones? You can see that this one is a phone, but it's not a correct phone. A phone that you have to give it a knock before it opens. Like you're opening a door. A phone that you talk three minutes is as if it has been microwaved. Very heated. It's not a good phone. Before you realize it's giving you problems. So a Christian who is filled with God, the Bible says, prays for one another. So this morning I am giving very simple guide to praying for others. Are you excited about it? Now, praying for others is a weapon. The Bible says when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord turned away his captivity. So sometimes, the secret to winning the battles of life is to pray for others. Anytime you are praying for others, you are releasing supernatural weapons. And sometimes people don't get answers to their prayers because they don't pray for others. If people who have been spending so many years praying for something will pick up this inspiration to start praying for people who have a similar issue, it will shock you that suddenly shall their own testimony appear. As you go about praying for others, you shall see your own testimonies. As you pray for people who are looking for jobs, that is how your job will appear. As you pray for your own colleagues who are writing exams, that is how you will have the secret to your own ace. Your Basenia is struggling. Pray for people doing Basenia. Mention their names. Father, I pray for Samuel Kote. In the name of Jesus concerning his Basenia, that this year his Basenia shall be a mega Basenia. There will never be a shortage of souls in his ministry. He will rise from strength to strength in the name of Jesus. As you make this type of prayers, that is how your own begins to see the light of day. In the name of Jesus, may you experience your own testimonies. There are people who don't pray for anybody. This is how they pray. Father, I pray for myself, that me, myself, and I alone, that whatever I, myself, and I, myself, alone will do, only me and I, hey, you have to come to the point and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Pascal in the name of Jesus. I pray for William in the name of Jesus. I pray for Naomi, whatever she is going through right now, I decree her freedom in the name of Jesus. As you pray for people, your own testimony is appearing. Your own situation is also turning around for your good. In the mighty name of Jesus.
Mostly, when you look around the church and you begin to see a situation that somebody is going through, turn it into a prayer. And as you pray fervently for the person, the Lord will also come in for you. It is a supernatural law. The Bible says that the liberal soul shall be made fat. And it says, he that waters shall himself be watered. In other words, as you are watering others, you are watering yourself. As you are praying for yourself, supernaturally, things begin to turn for your good. The truth is that sometimes we don't have answers to our own prayers because we don't have the grace for answers to the prayers we are making. You are asking God for something you don't qualify for. But as you pray, yes, because there are things we ask that we don't qualify for. We don't have the mercies for it. We don't have the grace for it. We don't have any bank account in heaven for that type of withdrawal we want to make. But as you pray for others, your own account begins to make fat. The grace required to become or to receive whatever you have been asking for begins to come to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray over your head that as you begin to walk in this liberty of the scripture and begin to walk in the wisdom of praying for others, you shall experience your own testimony speedily. In the name of Jesus. So sometimes, when you want God to do something for you and it is not coming, look for people who have a similar need of what you are asking for. Those of you who are planning to marry, begin to pray for singles who are looking for beloved. Begin to pray for singles who are struggling to marry. And that is how your own testimony will come speedily. I know we have the wisdom of seed sowing, but there is also the wisdom of praying for one another. May you walk in that wisdom. One day you will stand here and say, Pastor preach and say, we should pray for people who have a need of that which we also need. When I began to make that prayer, suddenly this thing I have been praying to God for so many years knocked at my door and I gladly opened. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. That shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. That shall be your own secret in the name of Jesus. So pastor, anytime I'm praying for others, who should I pray for, number one? Pray for all those in authority. Every prayer you pray for people has a specific answer it brings. Look at Matthew chapter 26 verse 31. Matthew 26 verse 31 says, Then Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. Look at the next one. He said, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. What it means is that the flock sometimes do not know that the secret that they have not been scattered is because the shepherd has not been struck. When you strike the shepherd, the sheep will scatter. So long as the shepherd is intact, the sheep will be intact. Never and ever become stingy in praying for people in authority. Anytime you pray for people in authority, you are securing your own destiny. Sometimes, don't people, the sheep do not know that the reason why they are not scattered and destroyed is that the shepherd is not destroyed. If you pray for those who have authority over you, you are more likely to experience some levels of peace and goodness. Sometimes you have to pray for those who lead you. It will help you to receive them with joy and love in your heart. Any word God has prepared to give you is coming from this altar. As you pray for them, that is how you hear. The person who is cooking for you, you are pouring poison in the food. You think that when you eat, you'll be fine. But when you pour small salt inside, small spice inside, you are the one going to enjoy. The Bible says, pray for those in authority. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. 
He said, godliness is profitable. You shall experience this act of godliness. Second Thessalonians. Chapter 3. Verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly. That the word of the Lord may run swiftly. What does it mean to say the word of the Lord is running swiftly? The word of the Lord runs swiftly when you receive it swiftly. And you run with it swiftly. After the word has been preached, like what I'm doing this morning, it is a wise man who will hear and do it. The Bible says that we should not be hearers of the word only, but also doers of the work thereof. So when you hear the word and you run with it, to run with it means when you hastily apply it. So before you go to sleep, you will pray 30 minutes for people in authority. It means the word is running swiftly. Tonight, when you go on your knees, you begin to mention specific names of people and be praying for them. It means the word is running swiftly. As the word has come to somebody this morning, the, some people may wait till next year. Some people may wait till next month. Some people may wait till the end of the year. The word is not running swiftly. So Paul said, when you pray, pray that the word will run swiftly. Not that the man of God will be speeding when preaching. It means that the hearers of the word will run with the word speedily. So this morning I speak over your life that any hindrance to the speed flow of the word of God in your life, it is removed in the name of Jesus. It is removed in the name of Jesus. He said, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you. Just as, look at the next verse. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. That we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. He says, for not all have faith. What are some of these wicked men? Oh, you know, when they finish eating and they come and stand there, they say anything that they like. They don't know that life is hard. This is a wicked man who's overthrowing your faith. I don't know why Christians want to listen to everything. I was with a man of God two days ago, and he was telling me a story. He said a pastor's wife died, and the servant in the house took some photos or videos, something like that, and sent it to another pastor. Then when he sent it to the other pastor, that, the other pastor called this man of God and said, oh, this man whose wife is there? When you get close to the water, that is when you hear that the crab actually has cancinese. And his servant has sent me these videos, and I want to send it to He said, you are such a foolish man. You are such a useless man of God. I'm not interested. Don't send anything for me. And what is your reason for doing something like that? And he says that this man of God, years later, is somebody who bought a Mercedes Benz for him. I'm sure that if he has received that evil report, there is no way he will even have the grace to receive from that man. I said, oh, have you heard of Pastor Chris? Have you heard? I'm not interested. He said, they are called wicked men because they do not have faith. They speak specific things. And I'm telling you that the moment you hear some things about some pastors, you may never like them again. You may never like them again. Even your friend who is sitting beside you, the moment you hear something about your friend, you never like the friend again. Sometimes you need the wisdom to say, I'm not interested. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. Amen. That shall be your wisdom in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, pray because not all men have faith. That shall be your story in the name of Jesus. Amen. Number two. Number one, pray for those in authority. Number two. Timothy 4.1 says that we should pray for those in authority that we may live a peaceable and a quiet life. Look at the number two. Children pray for their children should pray for their parents. If you are here, you should pray for your parents. It is an act of godliness. Oh, the Bible says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. 
I say, my parents who are supposed to pray for me, I'm the one who's supposed to pray for them. Well, when you pray for them, there is a specific blessing that comes over your life. You must pray for your father and your mother. You must pray for your fathers and your mothers, even in the Lord. Philippians 1.19. This is Paul telling the church in Philippi, for I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the spirit of Jesus Christ. Next verse. According to my earnest expectation, I hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. It is a secret wisdom to pray for your parents. Why? Because they have authority. And if they learn to use it, it will be a benefit to you. God gives spiritual authority to parents. As you keep praying for them, there is a supply of blessings from their hands. When they say you are blessed, you shall be blessed. Amen. When they say that you increase, you shall increase. Amen. When they say God bless you, God will bless you. When they say, ah, what you have done, may you never lack any good thing. You shall never lack any good thing. Spend quality time mentioning the names of your father and your mother and pray for them. This is an act of godliness. Every Christian prays for his parents. Tell the person beside you, every Christian prays for his parents. Children should pray for their parents. Your prayer for your parents will open doors for you in life. Apart from giving to parents, pray for them. In this life, the Bible says that so that you eat the good of the land. There's a good thing on this earth. And as you pray for them, you gain access into those good things. Number three. The third prayer you must pray. Number one, pray for those in authority. Number two, pray for your parents. Number three, pray for your husband. Those of you who are married. Pastor, what if we are not married? If you are not married, pray for those who are married. Day in, day out, I appreciate how spiritual things sometimes look so normal. Sometimes spiritual things look so normal. Spiritual things, they look so normal. I heard one of the states in America say that pedophilia is a gender. Uh, it's a gender identity. So they have made a law that any child from 10 years old, if a man sleeps with that child, it is not a crime. That's, why the, that's how the thing has got into. 10 years. And another state in America has introduced Satan uh, worship after school. So when the children finish, close the school, Parents are at work, and if the school will keep the children for us, we get more money from our workplace. And when they are in the school, what they do is that they, they, there's, there's a law that they, that's it, they should teach them witchcraft and satanism. So the pictures are out. You see the children around there, and they are chanting, teaching children who are three years, five years, eight years how to be chanting. It looks so normal. When you travel abroad, you see temples of Satan, plenty. Satan's temple, like proud, I worship Satan, I'm proud of it. And do you know how it started? It started with American God talent. Britain got talent. And when they come, then a the bird has appeared. Now there's this fascination for witchcraft. It's like everybody wants to have a supernatural power. It looks so normal. Somebody coming, just do this, and a bed will appear. They do this. 
but it was an orientation. Now, everything about those things is magic and witchcraft. It looks so normal, but it's not normal. Remember, I told you that according to the book of Daniel, that partly clay and partly iron will be that demons will walk on this earth. And that is the, the season we have come. Human beings become literal demons and they walk on this earth. My God. Sometimes when you watch things, they look so normal, but they are spiritual. Certain things are very spiritual. And that's how you should see things as a child of God. That this thing is spiritual. What am I driving at? I have come to realize that as a husband, the good things you will do for your wife will bring so many blessings in your life. And as you pray for your husband as a wife, you will gain more influence over him than yelling, murmuring, and quarreling. Because you don't see it to be demonic. It's the same dwarfs and these who are creating confusion. You will experience peace as you pray for your husband. Most husbands don't allow their wives to serve God freely and gladly. This is one of the reasons you should pray. So that your husband will allow you to serve God freely. God can bless you through those who have authority over you. As you pray for them, God will give you favor. Because the husband has, if you check all the prayers and points I'm mentioning, it's prayer for people in authority. One, pray for those who have the rule over you. Number two, pray for parents. They also have authority. Number three, pray for your husband. He also has an authority over you. As you pray these things, you begin to gain influence in the name of Jesus. Are you here with me? So pray for those who are in authority. It will help you to gain favor. Number four. Pray for political leaders of your country. This one is very important. Is it not politicians who have made the $1 almost 12 cities? All the major decisions in our country are made by politicians. Pray for them. First Timothy chapter 2. Look at the verse 1. It says, therefore, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, in fact, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Next verse. For kings and all who are in authority that he may lead we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks be made for all men. All men. All men. So that we may lead a peaceable and a quiet life in all godliness and reverence. Learn to pray for your lecturers. You always get an A. Father, I pray for this lecturer that you will keep him in peace. May his mind be at ease. He shall never be anxious and he shall never be disturbed. I pray that whatever he's going through, may you touch his life. Help him to come to know you. I pray against any spirit of wickedness that will enter this man. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you, it's not every time they mark the scripture. Sometimes when they get to your own, they're angry. Because the one they marked previously was saying something rubbish. It got him angry. It started resigning. You shall experience your own ace. Amen. You shall experience your own ace. Amen. As you pray for them in Jesus' name. So pray for those in authority. Pray for those in authority. Pray for those in authority. Say you will live a peaceable and a quiet life. Peaceable and a quiet life. Peaceable and a quiet life. Every country receives aid and grant. Africa up to date, we have not been able to 
be delivered from alien grants. Why? Germany, after the Second World War, received grants and aid. Because if you want to buy bread, you have to carry wheelbarrow with money before you can buy bread in Germany. The economy crashed. 1946, they started the IMF and the World Bank to help countries that are suffering. Initially, they didn't even have Africa in mind. It was a post-war policy. Up to today, they don't need grants. Singapore was granted, or is giving grants. Africa, dear, it does not the grant. I will pray for our leaders. They will have a certain heart for the nation. They have a certain heart for the nation. A certain heart. There are over 50 billionaires in Nigeria. Now you go to the country, you can see that it's not reflecting. It's not reflecting. And, and to test our former politicians, all politicians. <laughs> Pray for people in authority. They, they will have mercy on the people. Are you here with me? All right. As you pray for those in authority, you will enjoy your own peace. Number five. Pray for the church of God. Pray for the church of God. Look at Psalm 122 verse 6. It says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. So, one of the secrets of prosperity is praying for the church. Pray for the peace of the church. Seek the good of the church. Recently, somebody said that this your church is too high. Is, this, is the building strong? Why? Come and produce this. Come and produce this. Meanwhile, the building beside us is higher than our own on the same land. Then they say, oh, the building where it is is not good because there's a filling station. Meanwhile, there is a filling station, but there is a building on the left, a building on the right, a building at the back. People don't like the church. People don't like the church. People don't like the church. Yesterday, Yate told me that they've written a letter to them that their church, they are making noise. A church that has AC, they close the doors and windows. Have a color pass. The church is by the roadside. And they've written a letter to them to come on Monday. Why are they harassing the church? It's the same antichrist spirit that is turning them into gays in Europe that has entered the politicians here who are also looking to benefit from the church. Because the church has money, the church has... When we pray for them, God will rebuke them. They are going to be sick and be lying in bed. They can't rise to come and demand for bribe and money. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As you pray for the church, you will prosper because it shows you love her. It shows that you love the church. It shows that you love the church. It shows that you love the church. Pray for the increase of the church. Pray for the prosperity of the church. Pray for the advancement of the church. Pray that the church will take territories. The church will expand on every side. There is a man of God who is organizing a conference in Europe and he is doing a teaching on the agenda of the world leaders to end churches all over the world. And the, how do they end the agenda? They are introducing some technology. It's actually AI, artificial intelligence. It's like the new something that is creating. But you see, Africa, we don't even notice what is going on. Yesterday, I saw that Google has introduced something on their Gmail. So if you have Google, you can check. You can allow your Gmail to write a letter for you. <laughs> so when the, person, the, the email comes, Gmail itself will reply it for you. And it will write it, everything will be intact. The machine, the robot understands what to do. 
and they are trying to end all forms of mass gatherings. And if that thing ends, it will include the church. That's the agenda. And there will never be gatherings anymore. So everything you will do it in your house. You wear your glasses, you stay in your house, you are watching football. <laughs> you are going to the shop, you are buying the items, and you see yourself working. Hey, my God. <laughs> Nigeria has introduced digital currency, which is this, 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 now, never know. This is Pray for the church. Jump to your feet. I want us to pray. Say, Father. Father. Now listen to me carefully. I don't know, but we are praying over all the five prayer points. I know you pray on it on your own, but we are starting because the word of God must run swiftly. Are you here with me? Say, Heavenly Father, according to your word, we should pray for our parents. Say right now, I pray for my father, my mother, spiritual father, spiritual mother, in the name of Jesus, that you will advance them and increase them. Now, whatever that is on your heart, begin to pray right now. Mention their names, specific names, and mention specific things. Any specific issue you are privy to, mention them. Just pray right now. Pray fervently. Pray with aggression. For any thing bumpire. Pray for their marriage. Pray for their business. Pray that they will come to know Jesus. Pray for the peace in the house. Tell every devil disturbing the peace of the house to take their hands off your house, off your father, off your mother. have everlasting life. Le Pray that they will receive Jesus. That they will come to know Jesus.
the name of Jesus. He said, pray for husbands. Now, if you're a wife here, I, won't like, I would like you to pray for your husband. And if you're a husband here, pray for your home. And if you are not married here, pray for anyone who is married. Say, Father, I pray for all couples. Say, I pray for my husband. I pray for my home. That there shall be peace. There shall be godliness. There shall be peace. There shall be prosperity. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Lift your hands. Pray. Pray with faith. I want you to lift up your hands and pray to God. Declare peace at home. Mention their names. Speak into their lives. He said, by me, kings reign. Wisdom speaking. As a king, you will reign in righteousness and Lift up your voice and pray with faith. Declare peace at home. Declare the man of the Lord shall reign over your house. Declare wisdom that the man of the house shall lead with wisdom in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for every person of authority in your house. Say, I pray for pastors, for elders, for chief elders, for shepherds, for worker group heads. Say, anyone who is a leader in your house, I pray that you will sustain them in righteousness. Say in righteousness. Say you will sustain them with wisdom. Say may they walk in holiness. Say may they walk with supernatural understanding. Say let strength be released in the name of Jesus. Say I pray for anyone in authority in your house in the name of Jesus. 
Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Mention your names. Your worker group head. Basenia leader, locust leader, pastors. The Bible says, remember those who have the rule over you. Whose faith follow. May they walk in faith. Exemplary faith. the Lord will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory that the Lord will be kind to them that the Lord will show them mercy and favor them in the name of Jesus this moment pray for those in political authorities politicians, political leaders of the nation, pray for our president Nana Kufuado His Excellency pray for the MPs, the DCs pray for the cabinet ministers parliamentarians pray for everyone in political authority pray for chiefs assemblymen anyone in any type of authority in the nation prayer, supplication, intercession giving of thanks we thank God for their lives we thank God for help we thank God for his grace over their lives may the Lord fill them with wisdom with compassion may they lead the nation in godly fear Lift your voice and pray for the political leaders. If you know the MP of your area, mention his name. I pray for the DC Poilai. You shall be kind to the church of God. You shall not be led by provocation and evil speakings. May the Lord hold your heart like he holds the waters in the palm. He said the heart of the king is the hands of the Lord. May the Lord hold your heart. You shall not act against the church but favor the church. No church project within this vicinity shall be stopped in any way. You shall speak for the church continually. You shall stand with the church continually. We pray that our political leaders will stand strong against LGBT and all the wickedness of the devil in the last days. Let their hands, their hands be strengthened by the arm of the Almighty. May this nation enjoy prosperity. May the economy begin to have a supernatural turn. Let it do well. Let there be prosperity in the nation. May our president be strong to stand against corruption and anything that destroys a king. In the name of Jesus. Lastly, I want you to pray for the church all over the world that the church will advance in strength and in power. 
that nations that have turned their backs against the Lord, may they be revivals. May the church in Africa spearhead the move of God to evangelize the world. May the church in Ghana experience supernatural growth. May the church in Ghana experience the mighty move of God. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Are you praying with faith? Are you praying with strength? The scepter of the wicked shall not dwell at the place allotted for the righteous. May the church of God experience victory on every side. Victory on every side. Victory on every side. Pray, pray for the church of God. Pray for the peace of the church. Clap your hands and pray for the church. That the church will walk in victory on every side. attack against the church all over the world the church shall walk in victory anywhere the church is persecuted let the church multiply in numbers let the Lord position Christians in sensitive places we pray for the Daniels we pray for the Josephs men who had fear for God In sensitive places of power. May they speak for the church. Now give him thanks. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord thanks. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, thank you. Kindly put your hands together for Jesus. And please take your seat. Don't let it end here. Let the word run swiftly. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So don't let it end here. Take it up. As you are walking, as you are in the trotro, just in the trotro, just be murmuring. Pray for the church. Pray for everyone in authority. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.